Today on the Southern California Real Estate Report, we talk about the sports arena and give an update. Stay tuned. Good morning. Welcome to Southern California Real Estate Report. This is Bob McGuire and Daniel Wise coming to you from San Diego, California today. So today we're talking about a project that uh, we've actually spoken or or discussed uh, on past episodes of the SoCal Real Estate Report. Um, So Midway Rising Project is approved. So this was a very, uh, you know, contentious uh, project, had a lot of twists and turns to it because... um, Obviously, the initial plan was rejected by the state, um, if everyone remembers. So this is uh, the project where they're going to redevelop the Midway District, which is going to include the old, I don't even know what it's called right now. What is the what is the, the auditorium or the sports arena, the sports arena currently named? Oh, um, that's a good question. It's it was, one of the casinos, I think, yeah. <laughs> um, that that currently has the naming rights to um, it. That's funny um, that you mentioned that because like, quite a few years ago, when it just switched names, the Lakers used to come down here and play pregames. Yeah, they played their pregame here. And I knew that's someone right. that worked worked with the Lakers at the time, and he would he went to the wrong place because it changed names, and he didn't realize it was. He at was the like, "I'm lost." He went to a casino somewhere. <laughs> oh, oh, that, that, anyway, yeah, that's, that's a really silly story. But my so, point being is that. It it's switched names, and I forget what it's called now. Well, anyhow, so so the good news is is that the sports arena is going to get totally redone. It's going to be much bigger than what it is today. It's going to be 16,000 seats, um, and it's also going to include a large swath of affordable housing. Yeah. So the affordable housing is what really um, is driving this deal. And one of the things that – the reason why it ended up on the ballot is because it needed to get a height restriction – yeah. Uh, so it had to have a height restriction limit removed. Right. So it was at 30 feet. Exemption um, was put on the ballot, and it got approved uh, by a vote of 51.1 to 48.9. So it was razor thin margins. Um, total vote count: 204,238 for, 195,156 against. So that's a pretty thin margin. Um, it took a long time to get this done. There was a lot of mail-in ballots. There was a lot of contention surrounding this project. The original plan was kicked out by um, a development group, and then uh, which was a national group, and now a local group has it, Zephyr. Um, people were throwing around a lot of mud, saying Zephyr's not experienced. They don't know what they're doing. They shouldn't be doing this project, but this was awarded to them by the city. I think the affordable housing builder is Chelsea Investment Corp. And again, they're somehow involved with, with these guys as well. I look at it, you know, these projects, you know, they're always, there's always something surrounding them, right? There is. I mean, like, this is like very core urban San Diego. I mean, like, you know, and it's it's a project like everyone in San Diego obviously knows this area. It's probably been to this. Has probably been to some game or concert there, and it just it it's a lot of lot of land. It deserves a total redo and a makeover and to supply um, San Diego with 
not only a really good venue, but really, um, really nice new housing and affordable housing and new recreational areas. I think that, you know, I love projects that provide um, the community with um, places to go and things to do. And I'm always, I think probably because I'm always looking for those things myself. Like, you know, there's only... It kind of beats a mall or something. Like, you know, one Paseo is like really more just like retail and restaurant, right? It's also very small if you consider it. Yeah. But, um, you know, you... You're looking for that community feel and that environment, and I, you know, I think that the, that's what these projects are hopefully going to bring. Yeah. And obviously more housing. Yeah, I mean, I, I think this is going to be, I, I think this is going to be a really, you know, this is much needed. That, so the sports arena itself is 56 years old. So as far as like modern entertainment facilities for a for a city of of our stature, it's it's long overdue. Then I think we'll attract maybe a, a larger, potentially a larger sports franchise, be it hockey or basketball or something like that. Football's, you know, obviously out of the question right now because you're never going to see that happen in something like this. That's exciting to me. I, I also think that this is a great project from the affordable housing standpoint. And and so just to go through some of the metrics of this project, they're saying that uh, this is going to be a 50-acre site. And so the the... The project is city-owned, so these are city-owned. Uh, this is city-owned land. So the the three people that are involved in this, it's Zephyr, uh, Chelsea Investment Corp, and then Legends, who's doing the sports arena. And um, Legends has done arenas all over the country, so um, these guys should be very good uh, at what they're what they're doing here. And I think we're going to see some really interesting plans. So as those come out, we'll present those. To our listeners, the the metrics, 4,200 apartments, 2,250 of those apartments are going to be designated as affordable, and that's under the regional income guidelines. Um, there's going to be a 200-room hotel, 20 acres of park space and public plazas, and then uh, there's also going to be, um, uh, uh, you know, this whole thing will be a mixed-use redevelopment, so it's going to include a lot of retail as well. I, I, I kind of envision this as sort of one paseo ish right with the retail and mixed use component and then a lot of residential that's surrounding it i haven't seen like the final site plan we've seen some renderings but i think i don't know are they doing the sports arena on one end and then everything's going to go to the other end or are they going to kind of put it in the middle and it's going to be around it i haven't seen the the final there's been so many different plans but i think i think one paseo maybe i think maybe think I think one Paseo is too small. The retail component of one Paseo is actually very small, if you think yeah. about it. Yeah, think about, like, uh, I, I don't know a really good project in San Diego that would probably compare to this. But, you know, we're going to see so, seriously a lot of these hopefully come up. So this will be interesting to see how they incorporate all of it, like how they lay out the site plan. We haven't seen that yet. And I'm wondering what you're seeing in some of these bigger cities is hotels that kind of connect to the sports arenas. Um, a lot of the condo projects are usually on one end or another. And then they create like a little sort of a almost like a city within it kind of that, that as with the sports arena as, the, as kind of the centerpiece, you know. Right. And I think so, that that's what you're trying to do, right? You're trying to create communities in these areas. Yeah. It's walkable ex- communities. Right. People, I mean, and, and San Diego has a lot of that. Yeah. And, and make it somewhat self-contained. 
So it'll be it'll be interesting um, to see what the final plans look like. We haven't seen that. Now, something to keep in mind, this is kind of an interesting little piece here. So this article, by the way, that we're referencing is from CoStar. So this actually had been approved in the past in 2020, but it got taken to court by an environmental group, and they actually were able to reverse the, the height restriction. So I don't know if that could happen again. It's saying that the city conducted a new environmental report before placing the measure on the 2022 ballot, and the original court decision remains on appeal by the city. The city maintains that some aesthetic and traffic concerns raised by the project in in a neighborhood that is not directly adjacent to the coast are outweighed by the need for affordable housing. I wouldn't say that... that this isn't quite a slam dunk right no, now. No, and there, there's always environmental concerns. You know, we see all kinds of projects that you and I talk about on this podcast, also out in our normal day-to-day operations. You know, we, we're, we're out in all sorts of different neighborhoods throughout the, the weeks and months of the year, and, you know, we've seen a lot of stuff that we're surprised that gets protested or turned down or they can't do. We were talking about one just recently, you and I in the car, and north park or somewhere yeah that was desperately needed and we're like god i can't believe that you know right and so, then again like this is like like this is a mega project this is so a mega project I, yeah and so, like, i uh, would yeah. imagine well, but there's a lot of money behind it too so you know they it, it depends on you know who can who can who can last the longest from a legal standpoint we'll continue to track this uh this is going to be an exciting project i'm really looking forward to it i'm i'm a you know a, a big fan of uh you know hockey and and live music so hopefully this brings both of those um and uh we'll uh we'll continue to track it as we get the the new plan so again this project uh sdsu's project now where qualcomm used to be um the one paseo project is now complete there was another large project that we've been tracking so these will all go into next year so we'll continue to update you on on what what comes out and what happens with these um, we want to wish everyone uh, uh, happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, yeah. um, all of the holiday stuff. This is falling right before Christmas. Um, and we'll have one more podcast for the year, I yep. think, right? Yeah, we'll and have one more podcast before the new year. Yeah. And, yeah, we'll and then we have uh, some exciting podcasts coming up next year where we're going to be interviewing some different people. Yeah. Some different real estate people throughout the community and uh, some different people that uh, provide services to the real estate community. So, Thanks for listening. Happy holidays. This has been the Southern California Real Estate Report.